This is a Doc Talk podcast short with Dr. Jenna Burton and me, James Pikeaway. So, what, what's your suggestion going into the winter months? Do you have any? Do you have any? Hey, I've got the. You've got the inside track. This is what I would do. This is what I'm doing with my family to get us ready and possibly create that barrier against the nasties. I think creating a barrier is difficult because they are out there. So it's up to you. If you're worried enough to wear a mask, then wear a mask by all means. And as I say, I don't think we should create a stigma around the mask. And it's actually something that I worry about. And especially if you're unwell, yeah, put a mask on. It's it's polite, isn't it? I think it's now become a a courtesy thing. Make sure you're taking a multivitamin a day. If you're older, I always recommend a multivitamin. Make sure it's got sufficient vitamin D. You're looking around 1,000 units, international units a day. But speak to your doctor about that if you need to get your level checked as well multivitamin make sure there's enough vitamin d and a cod liver oil tablet or some other vegan or vegetarian replacement really important for gut health brain health and even even for your skin actually to make sure you get those um oils so that should be standard across the board as you get into the winter it gets a bit cooler things like warming soups that are full of vegetables fresh soups you can buy them or make them in fact i don't watch much cookery programs because i have approximately minus five percent interest in any form of cooking but i did watch a video this morning in fact from jamie oliver on how to make a minestrone soup and it was basically you take a big pan you cut up whatever leftovers you got in carrots celery whatever you fry them up with a little bit of oil throw in some chopped tomatoes a stock cube there you go you've got a really nice warming soup full of goodness so making sure that you're eating well we get it less so in Dubai, but sometimes when it's cold, we can get in from work and not want to go and do any form of exercise or move our bodies. But to remember that that's still important, even when it's cold and you really, really can't be bothered and you want to cozy up in front of the fire, still try and think, what could I do tonight? Or if not, mm. is it better to get up in the morning early and try and do something, even if it's just in your lounge doing a quick hit workout a day? A big, I, I've had this big life change in exercise. It's weird. Because I've always been the morning runner and yeah. I found I'm not running in the morning anymore. I'm running in the afternoons because I was just too stiff in the mornings and I was going out and I, and I was doing it, but it was just like, oh, what is going on? This is, it wasn't feeling good. So I moved it to the afternoons because my motivation is I have a dog that needs to go out. So I walk him in the mornings and we run in the afternoon, but I now moved this exercising to the afternoons and it's a totally different experience. Weird. <laughs> It's Um, funny, but each person has the time of the day that's most appropriate for them to exercise. And if you can naturally lean towards that, you'll find it a lot easier. I find it a lot harder to motivate myself of an evening to exercise. I find the motivation Mm. difficult, but I always inevitably have a much stronger workout of an evening. I'm actually much stronger. I don't know. That's because um, I I get a second wind or because I've taken all my nutrition from the day. But I'm much stronger at nighttime. But try and get me to do it over nighttime, really hard. (laughs) I'm the same. I'm the same. I can find a million excuses. Oh, I've got some podcasting to work on. Oh, I've got some schoolwork to do. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe if I get an early night, I could get up early in the morning. And (laughs) yeah, yeah, so go with your natural tendencies, but do try and keep moving, even if it's raining outside, whatever it may be, just just do something. And then other than that, it's just, you know, it's the basics, James. There is no way of shielding yourself. The other thing is to accept that these things will happen. And I think that's the bigger problem at the moment is people do not want to accept any more that coughs, cold sniffles and i'd say that you're one of these people as well james they are an inevitable part of life and it's an inevitable part of communities 
of of tactile relationships. It's you know this is sadly part of being a human being, and I don't think we're going to be able to entirely avoid it until we manage to get a vaccine that covers every single virus in the world. So. Yeah, it's not happening. You, you don't wish to accept. As soon as I get a little scratch in the throat, it's like, oh no, oh no, no, please no. Okay, went away. It's good. <laughs> I think it depends. I used to uh, occasionally when I lived in England, and it was all cold and whatever. And you woke up and you were absolutely full of cold. There was no way you could go in to see patients. You'd be like, oh, I'll just cozy back up in my duvet with a nice lem sip, and then I'll make some Heinz mushroom soup at lunchtime. And it was almost like you got an indulgent few days to yourself until you had that groggy bit at the end where you still don't feel great, but you know you've got to go to work. So, um, you know, mild illnesses, I don't know, try and make the most of it. (laughs) 